0: In a world full of anger, strife, and plagues, a constant struggle is battled out between good and evil, right and wrong. And for over seven years, the IndieCast is here to try to make you forget all of that. With interviews, pop culture talk, and the best in sexual innuendo. So sit back and relax as Chad, Zach, and Luna welcome you to the IndieCast. Exclusively on the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndyCast Channel and here with another Barbara Walters uh, episode special. Um, thankfully, I do have a guest. It won't just be me for an hour uh, flapping my gum. Uh, and uh, the good news is, we have a great guest, somebody that I, uh, was definitely on my wish list for guests. Um, for those of you who may have seen on Twitter a while ago when I was putting out a plea, she was nice enough to agree to be on the episode with us. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the lady <laughs> of rock and roll herself, Avery Taylor is on with us. Avery, welcome to the IndieCat.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited, finally.
0: I know. I agree, finally. That's definitely true. So, well, um, I don't know if you've listened to the show before, but we always start every episode with five questions we like to call the lightning round, um, used mostly to get rid of those really dumb podcast questions you get asked probably <laughs> Um, And then usually we immediately fall off the rails within about question three Uh, So uh, All right, let's do it Question one is the one that, like I said, the one we use this for uh, Who trained you and when did you debut?
1: I trained at the WWN training school, Matt Seidel Um, I also trained a little bit with Jay Lethal um, And then we just had people coming in and out of the school a lot Um, I debuted four years ago So 2016
0: yeah. And I just saw you had put up on Twitter recently you just hit your 4 year anniversary. So congratulations. Yes. Thank you. So, thank you. Uh, what is your first wrestling memory?
1: Ooh, my first wrestling memory, uh, going to Madison Square Garden to see Monday Night Raw with my brother and my dad. I was like 6.
0: Very nice man. When you when your first wrestling memory is is the Garden. That's, uh, that's It's special. That's a nice I know. I think they have. So um, uh we uh, question 3 when we get through this uh, horrible covid situation what's the first concert you want you'd like to go see
1: Oh that's a great question Um I was supposed to see Guns N' Roses and that got canceled so I'm going to go with Guns N' Roses
0: Good call Uh question number 4 you put up recently on Twitter that pizza is life Uh yes. do you do you believe in pineapple on pizza or no
1: I do. I love pineapple on pizza. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> That's not very Italian of me, but I really do love it.
0: Uh, it's delicious. It doesn't matter. Italian, whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter.
1: Little it's, sweet it's, spot. I like it. Uh,
0: uh, the uh, final question we always ask in the lightning round uh, Marvel or DC and why?
1: Ooh, you know, okay, you're going to make fun of me. I really have not seen, like, I can't even answer that question because I don't even watch that kind of stuff. Really? yeah i I'm, it's hard for me to sit through a movie because I'm so fidgety so okay. it has to be something like spectacular I just I don't know I've never seen them really
0: really okay i' so, I get well, made
1: fun of that all the time well
0: we will we will have to get you a couple well then again if, if you get made fun of it for all the time people have already given you eight billion recommendations so yeah well,
1: yeah but i'm a little I'm, a, I'm behind
0: that's okay well, if you definitely need the nerd aspect of it, let me know after the show I can <laughs> okay
1: you can give me your uh, notes. It,
0: Get it from a real nerd. That's right. It's the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. So, um, now I uh, I did notice that's the end of the lightning round. By the way, I did notice as I was it. I was of course as I was going through your Twitter, there um, is there is a, a lot of food tweets. Um, so uh, <laughs> you so obviously you being you being uh, sounds like being Italian and being from the the New York New Jersey area. Um, what is your favorite What is your favorite meal?
1: My favorite meal is pasta. I love some good pasta.
0: Now, do you you cook at home? Do you, uh, do you, have you ever made your own pasta? I know that's obviously a, you know, can be a big thing or is it, or is it just like straight out of the box, Barilla?
1: Um, I actually made pasta for dinner like two hours ago. So yeah, I, yeah, I cook my own pasta. It's pretty much the only thing I can make is pasta.
0: Okay. Now, actually, I kind of want to go back since we're on the food thing. I want to go back to the pizza question a little bit from here because, again, you are, you are from my, from my, uh, from kind of my neck of the woods. I'm from upstate New York originally, so I'm more Buffalo wings. But okay, um, for for you, where where is your where's your kind of to go pizza place when you're back when you're back home? Um,
1: I'm from the area of West Milford, New Jersey. It's like the middle of the woods, middle of nowhere. Um, okay. Yeah, there's this mom and pop owned restaurant that I worked for for many years. It's called DeMarco's Pizza. They okay. also have they have a few restaurants, but their food is so good. It's always my go to. And what's your
0: what's your go to? So your your home, you're in the the woods of New Jersey, much like the woods of my farm country of upstate New York. What's your what's your pizza go to when you when you get to get DeMarco's?
1: Uh, penne panealavaca pizza. It mixes okay. my two favorite things together.
0: Uh, penne and vodka
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> pasta vodka and pizza it's the best
0: sure. <laughs> so is, is vodka is so is vodka the alcohol of choice what's your drink of choice then when um, you're when you're sitting down to have a have a cocktail
1: you're gonna make fun of me because it's not very rock star but i'm currently addicted to white claws they're fruity and delicious and they're half the calories. so i i can't deny them they're so good
0: I, I will be honest, I, I never make fun of a person's drink and and I'm very much a <laughs> of, there's no such thing as a, as a girl drink or whatever people say, D- drink whatever the hell you want. Um, and actually I did, I did kind of figure that might be your answer to that question because I did have the notice of here of what is your favorite white cloth flavor? What's the one you're, you're drinking the most of now?
1: Um, I really like watermelon. I like mango and probably lime. Those are my, my three go-tos.
0: Okay. So watermelon should be the one that I because I haven't tried those yet. I, I will be honest. I tend to go more. Uh, I've always been more of like a um, uh, like a Mike's Hard Lemonade is always the ones that I've been still kind of oddly into. Okay. Uh, but so I should try the water. I should try the watermelon one first. Then if I were to give them a shot.
1: Yeah, I say watermelon. I feel like a lot of people would probably not agree with me, but I personally like the watermelon.
0: Well, I, I'm I'm good. Like I said, I'm going to call you the expert on this one for now because I've never had one in my life. So if you're saying watermelon, I got to give it a shot. Just to see. Yeah,
1: they're pretty good. Well, and I feel like if you like mics, you're going to like these.
0: Okay, and but yeah, like well, I said, will I'll, you can send me my white claw notes, and I'll send you Marvel Marvel movie notes on like which which, <laughs> uh, which Thor which Thor movie you should skip later. Um,
1: Perfect. We'll trade notes.
0: There we go. <laughs> um, uh, now uh, another tweet that, that kind of caught my eye as I was doing my research on you here was um, you had recently been on a roller coaster and apparently almost passed out. Now I oh I now God. do a uh, I now do a web show uh, about uh, theme park rides and the like. So uh, t- t- I got to hear the story <laughs> exactly what what coaster was this? Why did what happened? Did you okay. just not that day? Tell me tell Ooh, me. No. A little-
1: so, I had never been to Universal before, um, so I went into it blind. I literally had no idea what any of these rides were. I had no idea what to expect. We decided to go on the Rip Ride roller coaster. That's mm-hmm. like that real tall one. They blast the music oh, yeah. in your ears. So, I'm terrified of heights. I'm terrified of roller coasters, and the mental preparation going onto a roller coaster is the worst part for me. So I went on there, I was freaking petrified, I couldn't even open my eyes, my head was banging all over the place, I was screaming, and once we hit this turn, I literally almost passed out, and we went on it a second time, and at the exact same moment, I almost passed out again, it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced.
0: Okay, so I have to back up a little bit, because... Because I, I was just at Universal. Some of the, the, the videos I just shot from my show were, were at Universal Studios, and I, and I did go by, 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 by that particular ride. Um, first off, you don't like roller coasters. Now, that, that coaster you can see for basically every portion of that park. Um, you, you just look it up and you can see that coaster. Um, what, what, type of, uh, what type of bribery or blackmail does somebody have on you to- to get you to even get on that the first time and then follow-up question right now what then made you go i'm gonna get on that again
1: (laughs) well usually i like the ride after it's over it's just the preparation of not knowing what i'm about to go through that is the worst part for me so going on a second time was no biggie because i already knew that you know what to expect but basically, I was with my boyfriend. He wouldn't take no for an answer. So I had no choice but to go on the ride with him.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Ne- next time, and, and, and I, we'll briefly talk about your boyfriend in a little bit, because I, I definitely have a question kind of about him in a moment. Uh, tell him he can go on by himself next time. Don't, don't put yourself through that. <laughs> yeah, he was uh,
1: laughing at me the entire time.
0: That I, I and, 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 and since I do know who your boyfriend is, that actually doesn't surprise me all that much. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, now, um, so that was your first time at your first time at Universal. Yes. So tell me about kind of your overall thoughts. What ride uh, other than that ride? what What was kind of your favorite ride uh, in in that park?
1: Um, so we only did the one park. Um, my okay. favorite ride was definitely the mummy ride because I thought it was like a slow moving, you know, movie ride type thing. And then all of a sudden you get shot into the darkness on this yeah. crazy roller coaster. so, that was really fun. I was definitely not expecting that. Um, but, you know, the Fast and the Furious ride, I, I did not like at all. And I was very upset at that ride.
0: The, now, do you, like, do you like the movie series, uh, Fast and the Furious? Were you kind yeah. of excited about it before going on? Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. I w- I've seen them all before. You know, they're not my favorite movie, but I've seen them. But it was like there was so much preparation for, like, ten seconds of Vin Diesel flying in a helicopter. Right, you know, and you're on like a bus. And my thought process: if the movie is about fast cars, why aren't I in a fast car? Why am I in this slow-moving bus?
0: Exactly. Yes, then <laughs> possibly. You, I, I, I I'm going to have you as a guest on my my other show at some point because yeah, that's absolutely the worst ride known to mankind. Uh, <laughs> I was just, dis- I was very much disappointed in it myself. So, uh, yeah, 100% agree with you on that one. Um, did you did you get to go through uh, Diagon Alley and the Harry Potter area at all?
1: Yes, I did. It was super fun. The when you're walking through the bank, it's so real life. Like it's so realistic, it's insane. It was freaking me out almost.
0: <laughs> so now, were you a big Harry Potter fan before before yes. uh, getting onto this? Okay, yes, good. I so. love the
1: Harry Potter series.
0: Okay, so uh, of the Harry Potter series, then what's your, what's your favorite movie of the uh, of the of the series?
1: Um, honestly, I like the first one the best just because it's like an okay. introduction to everything, it's like so pure. That I don't know, I've always liked that one the best.
0: Sure, and then have you, um, are you uh, a reader at all? Did you read any of the books, or is it just the just movies for you?
1: I got through the first two books in high school and I never went past that. I probably should read them, I would like to read them
0: in high school. Oh my god, do you? Uh, <laughs> I, I I graduated. This came up in something else. I graduated high school in 1994. So the fact that the books were out while you were in high school is, I, I feel old right now. (laughs) Um, Don't feel
1: old.
0: That's okay. Uh, So, um, any other parts of of Universal that that kind of jumped out at you while you were there?
1: Um, the Simpsons ride made me very dizzy. That ride Mm -hmm. was crazy. Um, you weren't really doing anything in the ride, but I feel like I was like spinning the whole time. Right. Have you been on the ride? You know what I'm talking about.
0: I, I have. I've only heard about it. Um, that is actually one of the rides I, for some reason, keep missing because I have a a five year old and a ten year old who have never seen The Simpsons before, so uh, gotcha. they have no they have no interest in it whatsoever. So I usually just walk past it. Um, but now, are you uh, are you planning on going back sometime to do Islands of Adventure then?
1: Yeah, I, we actually got like yeah. a buy one get one day free pass, okay. so we have tickets to go back again.
0: Okay, very nice. So will, yeah. you'll have to come back and, and review for me when you go to the other park and let me know yeah, how you know, how it goes. So um, now uh, another thing that I did note here, and, and kind of speaking, your boyfriend, I don't think it's a surprise you're, you're dating one Troy Hollywood, uh, yes. the man, the man, the shit, the legend. Um, you had put recently; he had put up very recently about pranking people. Uh, and you had mentioned, uh, kind of commented on there, that if you get pranked by uh, Troy one more time, uh, he's he's uh, going to be a goner. Uh, so t- <laughs> what, what, type of, what type of pranks is, is one Troy Hollywood playing? I'm interested to know uh, where where um, his mind goes when it comes to pranks.
1: He's the worst. It's literally been every single day for the last like week and a half. At some point, he pranks me. And I should know it's coming by now, but he still gets me every time. Um Let's see. Well, yesterday he told me that the battery in the car was dead and he was stranded and I had to get in an Uber and come pick him up. Um, So I'm sleeping and I get ready to go get in this random Uber that he called for me to come get him. And he's sitting outside the apartment just pranking me, of course. Um, he waits for me to get out of the shower and he pops out <laughs> and scares me. <laughs> um, one time he hid in the back of my closet and grabs me. Um, <laughs> I mean, really the list goes on and on and on.
0: Right. Now, now are you the only person that that's being subject to this? I mean, obviously you you see him a lot more than anybody else, I'm sure. So. I'm sure you probably are, but is is, is he? Do other people get get uh, Mr. Hollywood's wrath, or is it, does it just seem to be you because you're you're the one you're the one that's right there with him every day?
1: Um, I've never seen him prank anybody else, so I guess well, I'm the lucky one in this I guess, situation.
0: <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's that's maybe the way he says I love you. I guess I will have to. You'll have to. Uh, when if if it turns into something crazy, you'll really have to to delve into this deeper, I so. he's gonna
1: give me a heart attack one of these days, I swear. <laughs>
0: well, please tell him not to do that. <laughs> um uh let me go back a little bit on um music since obviously you are the lady of Rock and Rumble. What what is the best live concert you've ever seen?
1: Um I saw Axl Rose with ACDC once and that was life changing. It was insane.
0: Now was it was Axel announced? Was it a, was it like a guest role? Oh, was that was was that when um the lead singer went down was that when the lead singer went down for a little bit? Yes. When, the, uh, when he went down? like okay.
1: Yeah, when they needed a replacement, um, he decided to do the tour. It was the original date was actually canceled and then they rescheduled it with him as a lead singer. So that, it was so crazy. He was so good. And it, I was like 10th row right on the floor. It was fireworks. It was friggin' wild.
0: Now, and, and Axel does okay doing that because his, his voice is so much different than, um, I keep wanting to say Angus, but I know that's their guitar player, and it's going to bug me until I can remember ACDC's lead singer name. Um, yeah, you're
1: you're putting me on the spot, so I'm going to have to get back to you on that.
0: No, that's okay. I'm going to I you, but tell me. So, what did Axel do? Okay, with the um, uh, with those ACD because they have such a different voice. I mean, the the ACDC lead singer is such a um, a, such a gravel voice, and and I don't always picture that with, with uh with Axel. so.
1: Yeah, I mean it was definitely a little bit different. It was more set to his voice, you know, but okay. he he killed it. It was really good, yeah.
0: What was like the what was like the best song that he did on the, from the concert? By the way, Brian Johnson is the uh, lead singer of ACBC. Yes, it was there it crazy until I looked it up. Did so, you just Google
1: it? You Googled it.
0: I, I did. I, my Google foo was strong. So <laughs>
1: Um the best song. Um Whole Lot of Rosie. That song okay. is so good live. That's my favorite song live, no matter who's singing it. That's always my okay. favorite song live.
0: Uh, now, actually, and, and interesting that we mentioned the replacement of singers. This was something else I had here. It, um, I, I guess, is it worth it to have a band replace a singer, or should they stop? And some of the the, the options, that, some of the obviously uh, examples I had were was ACDC when Bon Scott died. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Queen obviously when Freddie passed uh, Black Sabbath when Ozzy Left and they replaced him with Ronnie James Dio um, Do you think more of these bands should could try to continue On or is it Best just to let The let the history be what it is
1: I mean I, it depends on the, the Singer that they get like um, When they replaced Ozzy for Black Sabbath The band was not good I was not About it Um but I think when they replace ACDC with Brian Johnson, I think that worked. I loved Brian Johnson. Um, Queen, now they have like Adam Lambert, I think, is the lead singer. The yeah. voice fits, but I just think it's a weird. I mean, it works, but it's just weird because it's Adam Lambert, you know? Right. I'm used to seeing him on American Idol.
0: But the funny part is, on Idol, he did play with Queen at one point of time. That was actually one of the uh, one of the final episodes with him with Queen. So it looks like we had been kind of they've been kind of teasing that for a lot longer than I think anybody could have expected. So. Yeah,
1: that's true, actually. But yeah, I mean, I but, think it just depends on the lead singer. I think sometimes it works, and sometimes it's just maybe you should have left that alone.
0: Um, other than Ozzy leaving Sabbath, was there a band that, who maybe replaced a singer that you're like mm, shouldn't have done that? Oh.
1: Um, Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. I'd have to really think about that. I think even, like, with uh, guitar players, like, if someone leaves the band, like, you have to just find the right person. Like, a rat. When they replaced their lead singer, I did not like the person that they replaced their lead singer with. It was, like, this young kid, and he was just really awkward, and I don't think he fit the part at all.
0: The dude... (laughs) Do you like the fact that Rad is doing uh, Geico commercials now?
1: Yes, that commercial makes (laughs) me laugh every time it's on. It's so clever.
0: That's a wonderful song too. People forget how good that that one song was. I can't name another Rat song to save my life, but you probably can just by that, by, that by your reaction. So, <laughs> what, what, what are some other what are some other Rat songs I should be listening to? I'll go. I will go listen to Rat later. Yeah, if, if you got, got Lay It right.
1: Down. You got Right Round. You know, there's a few of them. I feel like if you heard them, you would actually know them. You just don't realize okay. it. Yeah. Okay. They play them on the I, radio.
0: Now, it's, uh, now is um. Is kind of that um, 80s, 90s hair metal kind of your, that, that's definitely your scene, it sounds like, especially if you're able to, like, throw other rap songs out there. Do you, do you ever branch <laughs> out and, like, you know, I'm going to listen to this country song one day, or um, is Troy Hollywood, you know, ingratiating you into, like, the rap scene now? Because, I, I, obviously, he's, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, sure. He's into what. What, what are some of the things that are outside of your kind of normal comfort zone that you're listening to now and going, that's not that bad?
1: Um, you know, I always listened to like rap and hip hop when I was growing up. And then really like in my 20s, I lost it and I stopped listening to it for a while. Um, and it was really only rock and roll that I was listening to. But yeah, Troy uh, definitely makes me listen to rap again. So I know everything that's out there now. There we go. Yeah, is I listen there, to a little bit of
0: everything. There, is there one particular artist that, that maybe he's introduced you to that you're like that, that you know, that's, um, that's one you, kind of want to, you, you want to mention?
1: Yeah, he got me listening to Travis Scott and I feel like Travis Scott is always a mood. Like his moods, his songs always put me in some weird mood. So okay. I do like him. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Um, uh, now, uh, one other thing on your Twitter. Uh if you don't like cats, I just can't trust you. Uh, what, is this? what is it about non-cat people that, that, uh, that, that destroys your trust?
1: Because, you know, cats cats, they make you earn their trust and earn their love. So if you don't like cats, that probably means that every time you've been around a cat, the cat didn't like you and shunned you. So that makes me question you. Like, why doesn't that cat like you? You know?
0: See well, the so Cats, cats don't don't seem to like anybody though. It's like when you lose a dog's trust, though, that's when I really start to stare at people. And I'm oh, I'm more of a course. cat person anyway. But but like dogs like immediately love everybody. So uh, that's always one of those things where if, if you if you've scared a dog away, it's like really what what happened? That's
1: right, right yeah, I don't know. cats are just they're so cute and innocent, and I don't know, I love cats. And I've literally never met a cat that didn't like me before.
0: Do you have cat do you have cats now?
1: Yes, I have two.
0: what and what are the cats names?
1: Um, one is Benny. He's five, almost six. I got him when he was eight weeks old, so he's my little my baby. And then in January, we actually just rescued another cat from the shelter he's like one and a half and his name is bear and he's super fat but he's really cute
0: so and and uh, what where are the uh what are the names in reference to are they are they referencing anything in particular or, or just you just happened to like benny and bear when you when you were looking at them
1: um well my mom actually named benny she thought okay. that was a good name for him so i was like okay whatever it's benny and then we named Bear that because he looks like a little baby bear cub, like a black bear. And he has, okay. like, little black bear paws. So his name is Bear.
0: Okay. So. Um, and now to, to shift a, a – well, probably to shift a lot on this one here. Um, obviously, fairly, fairly recently on Wrestling Twitter, um, things got very interesting, shall we say, due to the uh, due to the speak up movement. Yes. Um, what were your thoughts on kind of – what happened when that came out? What were what you know? Kind of how did you feel about that that overall uh, movement as it was happening?
1: Um, it was shocking. Um, it was shocking, but it wasn't shocking because I knew a lot of the stuff that was going on. I've seen it happen in locker rooms before. Um, so it was really just a boiling point. Eventually, it was all going to come out, and it took us not being with each other for long periods of time to, I guess come out about everything um but some of the stories I definitely didn't know about and it it was shocking to be in a locker room with some of these people and you're thinking that they're really nice and everything's cool when behind the scenes it's not you know it's a totally different picture that you're painting than when you are in a locker room so it's it's scary I hope a lot of these people don't come back to wrestling because we don't need that negativity (laughs)
0: And, that includes, and thank you for kind of helping me in my follow-up question. Do you, do you think that, that wrestling will be able to police its locker rooms well enough now, based off of all of this, to keep a lot of those people out? Or is it kind of maybe the concern is because of COVID, since nobody's really running shows all that much or, or running very few shows, that it might be like, whoopsie, we forgot about that when, when we're finally able to start doing live shows again.
1: Um. I mean, I think certain people definitely canceled themselves permanently, um, like the whole Joey Ryan situation. Like, I don't think there's any coming back from that at that point. Um, but I'm sure. I'm sure once enough time goes by, a lot of these people will find themselves back in a locker room. You know, uh, when you've made so many connections some people are going to believe you versus the other person at that point you have to pick sides. So I'm sure some of these people will end up in a locker room again, but hopefully they don't get away with the things that they were getting away with before. And they can take the positive side out of the movement, you know, and stop any of the BS.
0: Uh, You kind of mentioned Joey Ryan in there. Did you, did you see the Joe or Ryan uh, manifesto I think is the best way I mean it's an hour <laughs> of him talking I, I don't I doubt you probably logged the whole hour I could be wrong maybe you did definitely um, didn't
1: I, I watched like good. two minutes of it
0: I think that's I think we got through about the same amount of time on that one but did you did you read the recap of kind of what he said what were your thoughts on on his uh his video that he had recorded for um, what little bit of it you saw
1: <laughs> I mean I feel like at that point you probably should just stop talking Like, you've said and done enough, and there's way too much evidence, there's too many people involved, you just shouldn't have said anything else, you're just making yourself look worse at that point, Um, because you're just, you know, coming up with excuses, but you're also admitting to some of it, but then there's an excuse behind it, so it just doesn't even make sense.
0: Um,
1: Actually,
0: and... Um, very interesting. Um, uh, another person that got kind of got, um, had some uh, stories come out about him when all this was uh, Mike Quackenbush from Chikara. Did you get to see any of his video that he had put out?
1: I didn't. I actually didn't even see a lot of the incident that happened with him.
0: Um, I, I'll, I'll be very interested one day to, to hear kind of your thoughts on that video. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you later on so you can, so you can definitely take a look at it. It's It's an interesting one where it's, he, he basically takes responsibility for everything that happened, um, wow. which I thought was very different than Joey Ryan's, who was like, well, let me tell you why that's bullshit. I'm like, well, right. no, you know, so. Yeah, um, I mean, it, to no be few-
1: honest, when all that was going on, I wasn't even logging on to social media anymore. I took like a two week break. I just, I didn't even want to be a part of it. You know, it was too much to handle.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely becoming a lot after a while. You're, you're definitely not wrong on that. So. Um, the other big kind of independent news for wrestling that came out recently, and I know one that, that it's probably obviously going to kind of hold dear to your heart in this situation, um, in a very uh, obviously bitter type of, well, maybe not bitter, maybe bittersweet, was the uh, sale of Evolve to WWE. Um, I don't know how much you're able to say about that, but what were your, what were your thoughts about um, the situation with Evolve?
1: Um, it's definitely more bitter than sweet for me. Um, we didn't really know what was going on. There were a lot of rumors, but nobody was confirming anything because nothing had been done. So you can't really speak on it. Um, so the waiting process of knowing what was going on was not fun. And then we were told that, uh, you know, WWE bought it out, but the contracts don't transfer. So pretty much I was a free agent all over again. And that kind of sucks because I had finally gotten the contract that I was working so hard for. Um, but you know, it's okay. It's a new beginning. I guess it just wasn't meant to be on my end. So, but it definitely opened the door to new possibilities. I met a lot of great people from it. Um, and I made a lot of inroads with where I want to go in the future. So I can't really say anything negative on it.
0: Okay. Now, um, Evolve was part of a, a group with, with other companies. Um, uh, I, I do know that like um, uh, F, F Full Impact Pro FIP uh, was part of that. And uh, I do know for a while that they were doing Shine. I, I hadn't heard too much from Shine recently. Um, do you know if any of those companies are still going to be continue on? And, and do you think you might still work with those companies if they, if they do decide to restart once, uh, once all this COVID mess is over with?
1: Um, I have heard that they were going to start running again. I haven't been told in confirmation that, but I've heard that there is a plan rolling to get all those companies going again. Um, And yeah, I would love to work with them. So they were nothing but good to me up until this point. They never did me wrong. They always had my back and I always enjoyed working for them. So I would love to be on the shows again if they come back around.
0: Okay. And Uh, Is there any companies that you haven't worked with yet that um, you kind of have your eye on that? I mean, other than obviously AEW and WWE and NXT, um, is there any other independent companies out there that you that you've kind of had your eye on that you'd you'd like to put it out in the world to uh, that you'd like to work with that you maybe Um, haven't had a chance to yet?
1: Yeah, I'd love to work for Game Changer Wrestling. They just had a show in Atlantic City. Um, (laughs) That's a show that I've always wanted to be on. Um, and shimmer too i've actually never been on shimmer so that's definitely on my bucket list
0: okay i i, I, I could definitely see you on a shimmer on a shimmer show i'm i'm like you said yeah there's, there's definitely a good one to put out there in the world then so yeah um uh now um for every uh, episode we have uh, three kind of main questions that we use to to kind of wrap up everything here uh, question one is officially called the Trevin Adams Memorial Question, speaking of, of <laughs> WWN, uh, even though Trevin is not dead. Um, hi, Trevi, if you're listening. Hey, Trevin. Um, so uh, the uh, Trevin Adams Memorial Question is the following. Uh, you obviously have done the drives. It is late at night. Uh, you are suddenly very hungry. It's you know, very late, and you come over a hill. Uh possibly in some sort of Uber that Troy Hollywood has tricked you into. Uh <laughs> and you see a shining beacon of light there. That shining beacon of light, is that a sheet or is that oh, a Wawa?
1: Oh, a Wawa for sure.
0: Uh, okay. Well that's the wrong me
1: some Wawa. <laughs> so, so so what
0: what's your what's your what's your go to order at Wawa? You're gonna make uh, my co host very happy, but I'm a little um, sick okay I
1: make, I make the co- I get the combo, I get a little sandwich and I get a side of mac and cheese. that's my go-to
0: okay now have you been to a sheets before?
1: no, actually
0: okay, all right well then i can then i'm I feel a little better about that one. yeah next next time you get a chance to uh they're they're more up north, but there's definitely a big sheets and wawa like feud going on um and if you ever get a chance to get to a sheets. Stop in, and then we'll have to re-review. Uh, because
1: All right.
0: I think the way to go. That's um, such a
1: funny name. She. I,
0: right? Yeah, I've never. <laughs> understood. I would have to look up the reasoning behind it one day. Not that Wawa is exactly a uh, exactly a super serious name either, though. But Definitely. that's. Definitely. Okay. Uh, now, question two. Uh, this one's a little bit of the darker question of the three. Uh, obviously, in this uh, performance car, performance art, we call professional wrestling, we lose a lot of talent early. Uh, so, if there is someone that you could work with uh, who is no longer with us, who would that wrestler be, and why?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I'm gonna say China. Okay. Because she's just such a powerhouse, and I feel like I get thrown around a lot anyway, so I think it'd be a good mix. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would definitely like to work China.
0: Definitely good answer on that one. So. Uh, and the final question is the, is the one we're kind of known for. Please sit down if you're not sitting already. Uh, <laughs> so we here at the IndyCast uh, believe that uh, all animals in nature have certain traits that uh, assist with their survival. Giraffes have the long necks. Rhinos have big horns, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Uh, We believe that the human's trait is the ability to use tools. So with that being said, first lady of rock and rumble avery taylor if you could fight any animal what animal would it be and what (laughs) weapon would you use
1: oh god it did get dark um what animal would i fight um jeez what do people usually say
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, so we have had um, also, uh, uh, let me think of some of them. Uh, John Davis, uh, when he was on, said he, I believe, said he would fight a bear with his bare hands. Uh, we all we all bet on him, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we've had Sue Young on before, and she fought like a dragon with a, some sort of video game sword. Formerly of Chikara, said he would fight a kitten with a tech hammer because he always puts himself over to win. So oh we God. we've had we've had quite the range of answers to this question. So um, you you do not feel uh, hindered by by reality or anything like that.
1: Jeez, so. all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight a shark. We're gonna go big or go home. I'm gonna fight a shark. shark. Yes, and I'm gonna use a classic bat. Okay. I think that would get the job done. They say you could punch it in the nose, so why not use a bat?
0: Okay. Uh, wooden, wooden or metal?
1: Ooh. I think wooden. No, maybe metal. Maybe metal.
0: Go so the metal, kind of the metal softball yeah. bat. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think that would so. work better.
0: Now, very interesting. Let me also ask, because again, you're from kind of in my area of the woods there. What, what do you have a, a particular baseball team you're a fan of?
1: Go Yankees.
0: That's the one and only correct answer. Okay, yes. so, uh, so Avery, this is the uh, part in the episode that uh, one Mr. Brian Cage has officially given us permission to call. Get your shit in. Uh, so, if you could please let people know where they can find your social media, where they can uh, buy your merchandise, et cetera, et cetera. The floor is yours.
1: All right. So, you can find me on Twitter at the Avery Taylor. You can find me on Facebook at the Avery Taylor. Instagram is Avery, A-V-E-R-Y-Y underscore Taylor. And you can find all my latest merch on the fabulous fully gimmick.com.
0: Very nice. Yeah. I did see the new shirt that just went up recently. A very cool shirt. So you should, everybody, uh, you should go look that one up and go buy it right now. Buy two, actually. Give yes. one as a gift. Keep one for you. Um, well, uh, Avery, once again, thank you for joining us here on the Indycast, And for all of the wrestling nerds out there that are listening right now, we thank you, as always, for listening to the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. Uh, so until next time, everybody, I am always Chad Allen, and we always say, doofies! hope I don't poop today. Hercules
1: Mulligan! I'm ready to greet the day,
0: you fucker! Every single one of you guys <laughs> has made a whole decision. It's that dirty-ass Meryl Streep. Me we are we're touching wieners, touching wieners professionally.
1: Ric Flair said fuck a six-pack, and he never lost an ounce of pussy. What I am is a
0: big, queer, stone-cold Steve
1: Austin.